Hello, Hello. Kelly. Hi, Hello. can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I have Excellent. Hannah here. Excellent. Hooray. Uh, All oh. right. Can you hear Hannah? Yes. Hello, Hello Hannah. Hello. Welcome to Books, Broads, and Booze. This is your host, and my special guests today are... Uh, Kelly Clear. Oh, I'm Kelly Clear, and this is my daughter. Hi, I'm Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Kelly. So you guys are on the show today because Hannah picked out a book. You want to tell us what book it is and a, a brief overview of what it is? Percy Jackson, Lightning Thief. About Greek mythology, and it's a kid who learns he's the son of Poseidon and um, saves the world like a million times. <laughs> yeah, his his first quest is to to get the lightning bolt yep. from and uh, to return it to prevent a all all out war. Yep. So I found some questions online from a website. I believe it was called RAF.org. Did you happen to look at those questions at all? My dad showed me a list of questions. That okay. Yeah, great. Because I think it's easier to like look them a little bit beforehand. So overwhelmed by them. Yeah, it was RAF.org. So the first question about, oh, first, tell me how you felt about the book. Did you love the book? Did you hate the book? How did you yeah. feel about it? It was a great book. I really loved the series. Um, what was I, your favorite I, I, part? Um, of the first book, right? Of the first of book. Of the first book, yep. Um, probably... Um, when he first gets to Camp Half-Blood, it's just very interesting and new and just very nice to hear about all the things that's happening. And just it's the, it's the, yes, the opening of a whole new world. Yeah, right, yeah. My favorite part is when he says that he accidentally blew up his teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm hooked. All right, I will read all of these. I remember reading that title and it's like, oh shoot, what actually happened? <laughs> so I, I have my list of questions. So the first question is, Percy says, Mr. Brunner expected me to be as good as everybody else, despite the fact that I have dyslexia and attention deficit disorder and I've never made above a C minus in my life. Now he didn't expect me to be as good. He expected me to be better. What do you think, Mr. Bruner, as a teacher? Um, well, it's kind of different because it, it's because it was a, like, it was like a class about, like, mythology or Latin or whatever. So that makes it different than just, like, a regular, like, math teacher. And I don't... He he felt these this class was super important and it would save his life. Yeah. Did you think he was a fair teacher, like expecting so much from him? I felt 
I feel like it was a little bit unfair because he had no idea what was going on. was like, you have to be perfect, you have to be the best and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with Percy that he was a little too harsh. Like, back off, mister. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say something. I watched the movies before I actually read the books because I didn't like cliffhanger. Um... So a lot of the surprises in the fr- in the beginning didn't really hit me as hard because I they were gonna happen. But but something that appalled me was how much different the movies were from the actual book. Like like it was like a completely different like movie. It was just it was more like a story of characters that all have the same name. Yeah, they were I. The movie made me so angry. I read all the books, and then the movie came out much later, and I was just as horrified as you are about how different it was. I was not a fan. (laughs) So my second question is, when describing his mother, Percy says, she's the best person in the world, which just proves my theory that the best people have the rottenest luck. How does this apply to Percy's mom and this theory true in life in the Greek myths? Well, I feel like it's always, it's, it's more about like comparing whatever the word is. Like, like if there's a bad person, it always feels like there isn't enough bad things happening to them. There isn't enough bad things happening to them. And if you know a really good person, it always feel like they have like bad luck because it doesn't like balance out to you. So I feel like it's all about perspective and like all that kind of stuff. How do you think it works out for Percy's mom? Does she have bad luck or is it pretty? Oh yeah, even? she has she has horrible luck. She is a great person, definitely one of my favorite characters. She's so nice. And and, and how does how does it end up for women in Greek myths in general? Like, <laughs> well, do you, do you, it's bad. It's always real bad. I read the um, other series. It was um, Percy Jackson's Greek gods and Percy Jackson's Greek heroes and stuff like that. And one of the stories in the Greek heroes ones was um, one, well, she wasn't exactly a Greek hero. She was like queen of the Amazons or something. And so at the beginning, he, the, at the beginning he says, it could. I think it might have been an, another story, but I'm not sure. Um, but in the beginning he says that women really only had one choice: either you just become a housewife and do stuff, or if you refuse to do that, you either get outcasted or killed. Anyway, so she, she and a bunch of other women went on a killing spree with all the men. They defeated them. So yeah. the Amazons here we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the Greek myths, it, it never ends well for the ladies. And so I feel like if you think about an overall arc of like Greek mythology, Percy's mom's like, yeah, things still go so well for her, but it, I think I think she does okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely they were not lady friendly. Definitely. No. <laughs> uh, 
so Percy gets exasperated with his mother because she puts up with a smelly Gabe. Yet he was proud of her because she did have a rebellious streak like me. Do you find Sally Jackson a strong character? Does she stand up for herself? For Percy? Definitely. She's very strong. She, I feel like she did the right thing in the end. <laughs> and um, by <laughs> turning him to stone and selling him. <laughs> was that in the first book? I think so. Yeah, it was in the first book. It, it, I found it absolutely hilarious. I don't. I don't think it was in the movies. Definitely wasn't in. I wish it was. That would have been hilarious. But yeah, definitely. She goes to college in the end, and she put up with him because she wanted to protect her. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I think I would have felt like. Uh... Percy if I you know if I was say I'm you and I'm watching your your dad who would never do this a million years be like <laughs> oh, I would Yo, wife, go dad. make me a sandwich now I'm hungry where's dinner at <laughs> you know oh I would definitely be mad and definitely do something about it but I think <laughs> what she did in the end <laughs> the right thing because You know, no, no, I I just read that book the once, and I think I saw the movie the once. So, who, which character got turned to stone? Um, Smelly Gate. Okay, all right, that was the mom's boyfriend at some husband. point. It's her husband. Yeah. Oh, husband. Husband. Okay, okay. So he, yeah, because I don't think he was part of the this on the scene at all of, uh, in in some of the later stuff. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. It was apparently wasn't a very memorable character to me. Yeah, so what happened was Percy gave the head of Medusa to his mom in a box. And so in, in yeah, he he told her to do what to do what she will with it. That she ends up turning him into stone and selling him and getting a bunch of money and going to college and yeah. I think that might be the second book. I think I'm that not might not either. be in the first book. I think that might be the second one. Well, that wasn't the the second book was the one where they were dealing with Medusa, so I think that would probably be accurate. Yeah. the The first book, he he tells her, you know, you don't have to stay here. You don't you don't need to do this, and um, she goes back to Smelly Gabe. But she's like, yeah, I'm not going to stay here. Yeah. I I mean, being with someone whose nickname is Smelly Gabe just is a great plot point from the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) He smells so human. Ugh. So gross. (laughs) Demigod scent. So... Percy's okay, wait, wait, so Smelly Gabe was demigod too? No. Oh. No. Smelly Gabe was like so freaking human smelling that Sally married him to cover up Percy's demigod ah. because yeah. monsters were attracted to that. Oh, I see. And wanted to repel the monsters away from him. Okay, because he was human smelling stinky 
stinky gave. Gotcha. Overpowered. Overpowered the demigod smell. Okay. All right. That makes sense now. Apparently, it smells like buttered toast to monsters. (laughs) I don't know what buttered toast isn't even a strong smell. Like, it's it's just bread. Just no, 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 no. If you get the temperature right, it, it puts off a very nice smell. Yeah, and, and if you've I not been eating it. carbs for a while, butter toast <laughs> is oh, like manna no. from heaven. Yeah. There's never <laughs> enough butter on toast. Ham is a big fan of butter. Aw, yeah. <laughs> so, my next question is. Percy's first encounter with the Olympian god is Mr. D, Dionysus. Initially, Percy has a hard time believing that Mr. D is immortal. What is your reaction to the way that Dionysus is portrayed in the book? The Greek gods have very human traits. Would this make them easier or harder to believe in? I was definitely surprised by the portrayal of Dionysus because in all the myths, they're always like, like, it's always, like, the wine god who's, like, all, like, formal and princessy or whatever. I don't, I don't know. And, like, like, always holding a glass of wine or something. And in the book, it's more like a smelly, fat guy who yeah. is very sloppy and ugly. <laughs> but, of course, and then, of course, you were also, your expectations were put off because in the movie, which you saw first, Mr. D was played by Pierce Brosnan, right? I don't know. That's one in the wheelchair, right? No. That, the wheelchair guy is the, is the horse guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My misremembering the characters then. So, Mr. So, B, Mr. D. Oh, okay. All I, I got yeah. it so mixed up the first time. Okay, so, so Mr. B, the teacher the centaur guy yeah uh so he, so he's okay so he's a centaur all yep. right that's right right okay. yep. that magical wheelchair that so he wasn't the demigod all right no so yeah camp half-blood is is sponsored by dionysus who is pretty much a jerk and he's just sort of like i'm here because i have to be and i really don't care about the rest of you all yeah he's being punished <laughs> For like three hundred, <laughs> but they keep the gods keep saying, "Oh, mortal lives are so short." They're like the blink of an eye, blah blah blah. Like, and then Dionysus keeps acting like if 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 mortal lifetimes are so short, but but three hundred years is so long. I I yeah, that doesn't quite make sense. Like I can't have it both ways, dude. Well, when you're in timeout, you know it lasts right. a lot longer. Is this over yet? I've been here forever. It's been five wine. minutes. This is horrible. Also, his wine restrictions—just the most horrible thing to ever happen. Had to be with Diet Coke. Absolutely horrible. Despise. I despise Diet Coke. It's just- disgusting oh my gosh yeah that would be torture for me i'm like you can't have one you can only have diet coke i would be with with mr d i'd be like this sucks i don't want to be here well i don't drink wine so i can't really relate (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd much rather have some Diet Coke than risk yeah. my life. <laughs> this child going on now about how she wants coffee. So it tastes good, okay? <laughs> you, you you know my my younger child loves coffee and does not like soda at all. He he really loves coffee and tea. How and he's he's thirteen, so he's liked them for a while now. Hannah just turned eleven. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you know, probably ten, eleven was when he really got into coffee and tea. Yeah. We we visit the local shops on a regular basis here. Mm. So Annabeth is the daughter of Athena, the goddess yeah. of wisdom and warfare. And when you look at some of the myths and stories about Athena with uh, Medusa and the founding of Athens, how is Annabeth like her mother? Well, she's definitely smart and blonde and has gray eyes, just like her mom. <laughs> yeah. And definitely much more strate- strategic than most, most of the other demigods. Um, yeah, the the other demi gods are definitely the ADHD like stereotype, like squirrel, squirrel. Yeah, what plants? We have plants. Yeah, and blonde and stuff. Yeah, the a lot of them must really go on and on about Athena's gray eyes, and oh. I don't. I personally don't know what's so striking about gray eyes, but I don't I know. High, but it's always just on and on about her hair and her eyes and stuff like that and her skin blah 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 that's not, don't you like the character yeah i like the character <laughs> she just doesn't really like how enamored percy there. is in her <laughs> and seeing how much the, seeing how much rick 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 Riordan or, Riordan. Riordan or whatever his name is. Anyway, seeing how much he made a point of that and then for them to still in the movie but but I don't even know what the actress actress's name is. The one that played Annabeth. Yeah. It's like Alexandra Daddario, I believe. And but to have anyway, she has with, she has green eyes, right? She has blue eyes. Oh, okay. And and then and then dye her hair brown. I'm pretty sure she had blonde hair originally too. I don't know. I mean, I just I've seen that actress in a lot of other things, and I thought she had green eyes and red hair, but you know, I could be probably there too. Well, and then dark brown straight hair. And then another thing that really angered me as the fact was the fact that in the books the characters were twelve, twelve, and then and in the movies. The characters were seventeen or sixteen or well, something. Well, seventeen yeah. is being generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like they were like in adults the in the movie, yeah. and it combined so many of the books. Yeah, that's how old they were supposed to be at the end of the series. That's older than they were supposed to be at the end of the series. <laughs> I did mention she had some strong opinions about that. Yeah, I I I have the same strong opinions. I was I was not happy. I was very displeased. 
I did not have the pleasure of having seen the movie first. So it was just sort of like that Mrs. White in Clue scene. It was like flames on the side of my face, heaving flames. Yeah, you know. I don't think Hannah did that movie. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about a movie named Clue, and there's a particular scene in there involving a character named Mrs. White. Uh, Who just gets so angry, she has flames from the side of her face, metaphorically. So our next question is, after Percy learns he is a half-blood, he wonders who his own father is, and he learns that some of the half-bloods never find out. Mm. Yeah. So how would you feel if you were in Percy's place? Would it be easier to believe your father was dead or to know that he was alive and not communicating with you? Well, definitely at first, I would think none of this is real. And, like, I'd be like, y'all are playing a prank on me or something. I'm literally going crazy or something. And if I actually find out it's real, then I would, my first initial reaction would be, what? Cool. Like, literally, I don't know why. Like, I know that'd just be my go-to reaction. I don't know how I'd react. How did you feel about when Poseidon, you know, decides to reveal that Percy is his son? Like he's, uh, I don't, you know, like it seemed like he did it not because he was like, oh, Percy Jackson's a great kid, he's a great but guy. I, it was I, sort of like, he was just sort of like, oh, hey, buddy, son of mine, I need you to do me a favor, and then I won't talk to you again for a while. Ever again? <laughs> no. Bye. Sound good to you? That's just how they are. They're going to ask you to do some giant quests that that literally anyone else could have done and just be like, oh, thanks. See you you never. Right? So, So, I was just going to ask them never find out who their, uh, who their, who their, uh, their their godly parent is yeah the uh, so um did they have cabins at the camp that were for designated for uh like like in game of thrones like john snow guns john snow kind, kind of they're they're cabin. well yeah the hermes <laughs> the, the hermes cabin are are generous and allow all campers to stay there no matter if they've been, you know, designated by their parent or not. So they're just sort of like, we welcome all. And so they're all allowed to go there and stay. So does not mean that you get a bed, but you at least get a roof. Hang on. We're having some connection. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Is, uh, can you hear us okay now? I can. I can. The Wi-Fi glitch, you kind of got quiet for a minute, but should probably be okay on your end for the recording. Okay. So my next question is, do you feel that Percy's personality is a good fit for the Poseidon as his dad? 
I'm not really sure what that means. Like, like you know, Percy's personality wouldn't fit with Athena as his dad, right? Or mom, sorry. But, you know, do you think Poseidon fits his personality? Yeah. He's much more, like, laid back and, like, stuff. So, so you're um, saying Athena isn't laid back? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I was like, I think he's more like super mouthy and like a wisecracker oh, yeah. and like, yeah. yeah. Huh. Sort of like unpredictable, like the waves of the ocean. <laughs> true. True. <clears throat> so in the Lotus Casino in Las Vegas, is a modern day version of the, the land of the Lotus Eaters, which Odysseus visited way back and his way back from Troy mm-hmm. in the Odyssey. So, how do these two accounts differ? Was it more dangerous for Odysseus, or do you think it was more dangerous for Percy and his friends? I don't really know um, much about Odysseus, his journey, so. I can't really make the comparison. Okay. Do you feel like society today can be like how it was in the Lotus Casino, though, where you just get sucked in and you feel like no time has disappeared, but you've been there for a really long time? Yeah, I guess. Happens. Like time. In the middle of the night, and then you just boom. And you're like, oh, maybe I should go to bed. Maybe I should go to bed. (laughs) And then I get a sudden inspiration for another project I need to do, and I spend another like hour doing uh, that. Her Lotus Casino is getting her hands on clay, and she starts making these crazy figurines or whatever. And then her room is covered in clay, and and there's all these statues spread throughout her room. Yeah, little Very, bits everywhere that hurt your feet. You step on them. Very, very nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Don't stop on them. Don't stop on them. Okay, so we've come to my last question. Okay. Well, my last discussion book question. I have one more question for you after this. So how does the last line of the prophecy you shall fail to save what matters most in the end come true. Um, what do you think of this ending? Um, I don't really know what I think of it. Well, like the, he was sort of supposed to like choose between saving his mom or stopping this entire god war from happening but then they're like oh your mom's not really dead we have her and it's cool it's it's all right i'm gonna be honest with you i never really understood the prophecies like even after reading it it never made sense to me so oh I think that's the way prophecies are supposed to be written, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. You, you always read read your own your own takes into it. <laughs> so 
plus as the prophecy foretold. Something I did hate was when they get a prophecy or something, and then they just immediately jump to conclusions with them knowing that it's definitely not what they think. Like, like everyone was just like, you not, you not, you, I can't speak sometimes. You know it's not going to mean that or whatever, and they'd still be like, oh, no, I'm going to die. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why I kind of did a British accent there, but still. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so my last question for you is, according to the Internet Movie Database, there is going to be a Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV series on I Disney Plus oh. starting in 2023. Oh. So do you plan on watching these? Yes. Yes. And uh, have you looked at like pictures of the cast or anything yeah. like that? So do you yeah. think that, that they look more like they're going to fit with the story? Do you feel like this is going to be better than the movie? Definitely better than the movie. They're definitely at least they're the right age this time. So you would say that you're excited about the series coming out? Yes. Awesome. And I agree with you wholeheartedly all of them. So yeah, I did pull up the, the movie was released in 2010. One of the few movies I've seen since my children were born. <laughs> <laughs> right? And... What's that? <laughs> like, who has time for movies? This is part of why we did book to movie for this year's, you know, theme for the podcast. Because I'm like, I haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> well thank you very much both for joining me do you have any parting thoughts on the book what would you tell listeners it's a good book and you should read it (laughs) Kelly do you have any last words well it you know it's a book clearly marketed for the young adult um, age group Um, but I read or you know teenager slash young adult um I probably still was considered a young adult when I did initially read it. Um, and and I, I definitely enjoyed it. There were parts that, you know, were a little bit childlike, um, but I didn't get too worked up about that given that I knew what the genre was. Percy Jackson was my first fictional boyfriend. And I was a little bit older than you were at the time, but not that much older. So <clears throat> I really I really enjoyed the series. And I just think Percy's hilarious and funny and kind. And I just love him so much as a character. Yeah. So but thank you very much for, for joining me. And thank oh, you, yeah. everyone, for, for listening. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. All right. Bye. Bye, Jamie.